0: Good morning and welcome to our Good Friday meditation and consideration. Uh, on Sunday just gone, we looked at the two gardens, Eden and Gethsemane, and the contrast that were there. I just want to look a little bit closer before moving on. In Genesis chapter 3, speaking of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, it says that when Eve saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food, and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was pleasing to the eye. It was good for food. It was desirable for gaining wisdom. Oh, the devil is such a liar. He'll lead us down the track, telling us lies in order to get us to conform to his pattern. Whereas, when we think of the the cross and the Lord Jesus, Isaiah 53 verse 2, speaking of Jesus said, He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty, or majesty, to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. There was nothing about the Jesus Christ. He wasn't out to impress. He wasn't out to win us over by, by fancy tricks and lies. He was just open and honest and real, and he still is. Adam, the first man, failed because he gave way to the lies of the enemy. The second Adam, as Jesus is called, uh, was one who was obedient to his father. Through Adam, death and sin and separation from God resulted. But through Jesus, death and the forgiveness and release of grace. Through Adam, mankind and the earth were cursed. Through Jesus, whosoever will can come And have all things made new. In Genesis two, it tells us that Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. Just one little thought from that: Uh, little children can remember our grandchildren just loving to take all their clothes off, and it was uh, just you just had to laugh because they they were just so innocent and so so wonderfully. Uh, simple in their approach to life and we need to remember the words of Jesus who said we need to be like a little child ever learning ever moving forwards ever growing ever getting stronger and we need to have that innocence not that we are childish as people sometimes can be but that we are childlike we are as little children as we live our lives as adults in this world I want to look at a few verses from uh, Romans chapter 5 as the main scripture this morning. And in verse 1 it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That is what we need to live out in our lives. That through the Lord Jesus Christ, we are at peace with God. He doesn't just take us to Jerusalem. He doesn't just take us into the temple courts or into the uh, the, 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 um, the holy place. But he takes us right into the holy of holies, right into the presence of our Father. Death came through Adam, but life through the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 12 says, therefore, just as sin entered into the world through one man and death through sin, And in this way, in the same way, death came to all people because all have sinned. What is the sin? It's disobedience. It's knowing what is the right thing to do, but doing the opposite. Doing what we want to do. That's why Jesus prayed that prayer. Uh, Not what I will, but you will. Surrendering our wills to Jesus doesn't mean going to church. It means living for him as a living sacrifice, day in, day out. Verse 15 tells us that the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many. He is just wanting to bless all mankind We have this amazing message to take out. I know that I have the answer to so many of people's problems, but I don't tell them about Jesus. I don't witness as I should. I don't share as perhaps I ought. And we need to pray, not that we will go out full of zeal but that we will go out full of the Holy Spirit. Not that we will go out and bang our Bibles and condemn people, but that we will be there to love them and to speak to them about the love of God, that God has for them and the way that he can bless them and change their lives. This is what Good Friday is all about. Jesus restoring us into relationship with God. He suffered in order that these things could be corrected. Verse 16 Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation. But the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. It followed our lives and brought us to God because of the great love that the Father had and that Jesus paid that price for us. Verse 17. For if by the trespass of one man, Adam, Death reigned through that one man. How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? It's an ongoing daily relationship, making decisions that bring us into obedience with God, making decisions that are holy and true and right and proper. Verse 18 says, consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act, the death of the righteous one on the cross, one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. And there within that verse is the key. Obedience and disobedience. Disobedience brought death and destruction. Obedience brought life and restoration. We need to be obedient. We need to to know the scriptures so that when we need to make decisions, we don't have to seek counsel from anyone other than the Holy Spirit, other than knowing that he's speaking to us. yet we do need to share with one another. We do need to let people know, but we need to hear clearly from God for ourselves and obey what he says to us. One last scripture before we go for communion. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 45, it says this. The first man Adam became a living being. The last Adam, a life giving spirit. The Lord Jesus Christ wasn't the second Adam because there would be a third. He was the second Adam because he followed on from him. But he's also the last. He's paid the sacrifice for salvation. He has done what he needed to do to get us in relationship with the Father and to live with him forever in heaven. Oh, what a wonderful thought. What a great day. On this day, Good Friday, when we remember his death, we can do it as he told us to, with communion, his broken body, his shed blood, his sacrifice for us. Remember this. We are not remembering a defeat, a setback or a mistake. This morning, we are celebrating the biggest victory in history. It turned death to life, condemnation to holiness, captivity to freedom, and fate to destiny. He is our Lord, our Saviour, and our God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, again, we come back to your love and thank you for loving us. Thank you for caring for us. Thank you for planning even before our existence that we can be with you forever in paradise. Thank you that you made that way. And Lord Jesus, thank you that you came. Thank you that you were willing to leave heaven and come down and walk amongst us on earth. Oh, what an amazing thing that was. What a wonderful uh, thing you did because of your love and we pray that as we partake of these emblems this morning and we remember your sacrifice, your death, we remember your tears too, we remember your agony, we remember that you gave everything in order for us to be with you. Bless these emblems and be with us as we go through this day that we will draw close to you Each and every moment. We pray your protection upon all in the, in our town, within our fellowship, on our streets and in our home. We ask it for your glory. Amen. God bless you.